This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestle fans? Welcome to the Basic Bookers Podcast, episode 168. And if you don't know by now, I am Rich the Riz, challenging for the championship held by this man, Basement Chair. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are in the presence of the once and continue to be future champion of the basement, Basement Chair. Uh, the most victories in any, uh, era of basement booker history. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, it cannot be debated. You have one more than me. Exactly. So, listen. One. One. And this two, Sunday, I'll tie it. it no. What's gonna happen on Sunday is you're gonna lose. I don't think so. Listen. You're gonna have to start calling me Nostradamus, guys. I, I can't say it enough. I'm gonna be the champ. I'm gonna still be the champ. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to win. And that's guess the right matches and uh, have more than him. Yes. That's a lot of skill involved. There, That is a lot of skill. Now, before we get to the predictions, as always, you got to have your appetizers. Not a lot this week. Uh, Braun Strowman, as a lot of people know already, underwent elbow surgery this past Monday. WWE is saying he'll be out up to six months, but realistically it'll be like Two and he'll be ready for a SummerSlam and everything. Boy, I I sure can't wait for Braun Strowman to come back. He's not finished with you. He's not finished with any of you. Back to you, Rich. Alright. Uh fans of the SmackDown Live, NBC Universal will soon start airing picture and picture commercials during SmackDown. It'll be side by side with commercial airing on one side with audio and the SmackDown action on continuing on the other side muted. They tested it with two episodes last year, and they got positive reviews, probably because you can still see the during-the-commercial action. So it's expected to start sometime within the next six weeks. This is one of the greatest uh, things to happen in the history of watching wrestling. I really hope that I'm not the only one that's aware of the implications here. Yeah, this The is fact good. that no longer will a commercial break take us away from the action... Like we're some kind of peasants. We get the same experience the live crowd gets. Absolutely, but there is no guarantee that they'll do it for every match that goes to commercial. They should. I agree, they should. Ah, uh, let's see. Triple H acknowledged on a conference call this morning that Tommaso Ciampa avoided a major injury, but still has a sprained ankle. The injury happened at a live event last night, only four minutes into the match, and they were actually really concerned that he broke his ankle. Uh, so he's feeling better, and the match is still on for this Saturday, which is tomorrow, as of when we're recording it, but probably today, as of when you're listening. I don't know. Um, so the match is still uh, set to go on, and but he will be evaluated by medical personnel before the match. Uh, authors of Pain are going to win anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I do, like... We do predictions, so if our prediction happens to be correct, it's not. It wasn't a spoiled for you, yeah. Okay, because it could be either one. Mm-hmm. Back yeah, to you, know. Gorilla. Yeah, we don't know. Ah, all right. 
And last, but certainly not least, Five Star Wrestling out of the UK is offering CM Punk $1 million to participate in the world's first 128-man tournament, which starts June 10th in Liverpool and is scheduled to end December 30th at the Manchester Arena. Their current champ is John Morrison, and stars such as Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, and Jay Lethal have competed for the promotion. Is this the part where I give my opinion? Yes. Look, CM Punk is not going to do that. Like, a million dollars is a lot of money, but CM Punk has this pride problem. It's not going to let him do it. He's not going to do it for a million dollars. So, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, he has been quoted as saying that he is retired from wrestling. Yeah, this... No, I'm sorry. You Not CM Punk. You don't know CM Punk if you think he's going to do it. Yeah. I can still hope. You better fucking not do that anymore. <laughs> what, hope? Yeah, save I love, it. I love hope. And now. I was, I don't remember what I was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> Probably wasn't important. And now. We got the Basement Booker's predictions for WWE Backlash 2017, a.k.a. Backslash. So... Are we going to do the predictions and then talk about Raw SmackDown? Uh, I figure we could go as we... Well, this is SmackDown, so... Yeah, this is a SmackDown show. We can talk SmackDown as we go and then do Raw later. Okay, since it's like the show for that show. Yeah. The other show about Payback that's not called Payback. What? Oh, Payback. Payback? Wait, I said the other show... Uh-huh. About payback. Do you mean backlash? No? I don't know. I'm lost. Let I'm me sorry. finish what I'm saying okay. before you answer. Because <laughs> it's very confusing for me to fucking say. Okay. It's the show about payback that you can't call payback because it was a show already. Uh, it's the same thing. Yes, it is. Backlash and payback is yeah. the same shit. Yes, it is. That's what uh, I'm trying to say. Vengeance. Yeah, it's all the same. It's the same shit. Why not just call it fucking Smackdown Payback? Blue Payback. Blue Payback. Alright, starting with the pre-show, we have the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English. Uh, I want to say I don't care, mm. but I don't care is not a pick. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh Tyler uh the perfect ten Ty Ty Tyler Dillinger Ty Dillinger Ty, Ty, Tyler Dillinger No, we just watched the, some UK thing and Tyler Bate was on, so he's he looks like a giant Tyler. dwarf. Oh boy, <laughs> he looks like a giant dwarf. People like he he does he okay. I don't want to be offensive, but like he has. Uh, dwarfish proportions, I believe, is the uh, politically correct term. I think it's his haircut. Like, his haircut kind of reminds me of, like, a dwarf haircut. Like, not like a dwarf from, like, Lord of the Rings, but, like, people. Like, like Hornswoggle. Dwarf. Yeah, like a, like a Hornswoggle type. So, yeah, but, like, he looks like a giant version of them. I don't know what it is. There's certain camera angles. But yeah, uh, I picked Ty Dillinger. Okay, me too. That was easy. Uh, scrolling to the bottom. I, I think why. they're all easy. 
So we have this match was announced on uh, Talking Smack this week. This might decide the fate of the Basement Booker's Championship. This one? I feel this match is the one. Luke Harper versus Eric Rowan. I pick Luke Harper. Me too. Duh. Uh, never mind. Because I felt like... Because all of them seem like academic. But I feel like this match could go either way. With the way they're using them. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I thought. I assumed incorrectly. Did you see that talking smack? I, I've heard about it. I still don't care about Eric Rowan. Oh, that's right. You, uh, yeah, your thing with, uh, one of those designs. Forgot about that. What do you mean? Can I tell you? So he brought out, in a, in a bag, he had, like, a bunch of masks, and, like, one of them represented Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, he had a clown, like a Joker one. Yeah, he had a, a clown, a clown one. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't care for him. Basin Joe's not a fan of the clowns. Listen, clowns, a lot of people don't like clowns. It's not just me. That's right. You know, I'm not used, I'm used to, like, feeling different from everyone else. And that is because <laughs> I'm the basement booker's champion. Okay? Okay. All right. <laughs> I gotta put myself over. You had to. <laughs> I'm the champ. You are. So, our next match, Baron Corbin versus the Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, so, Baron Corbin, yeah. Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn <laughs> is the guy to beat. Hmm. I just want to say it that way, because I think that's polite. I don't want to be disrespectful right now. Sami is the guy to beat. Now, this match. I don't know who he got mad, but. Who, Sammy? Yeah. I don't know either. Seems like a good guy. Maybe it'll be like one of those long burns like they did with Brian. I don't think so. But I don't think continue. so. <laughs> I mean, I could always hope. You can. And this is. You know what? I think that's what this episode's about. It's about hope. Hope. Hope came up. Bringing hope. To the hopeless. Listen, 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 listen. Like Sammy Zane. Listen, we're not here to sell hope, okay? Listen. <laughs> All right. We're here to say listen. See how many more listen. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> I mean, I pretty clearly lost last time, so I didn't even bring Was that bring hard to week. edit? No. Okay. Did you count? No. I remember you said you were going to count Because I, I, I gave up saying it while we were recording. I did it a few times. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> this could be... Potentially the match of the night. Shinsuke Nakamura debuting against Dolph Ziggler. Listen, listen. Shinsuke Nakamura is the winner. Yeah. Unless they had Dolph Ziggler win, which means Dolph Ziggler will be the winner. That is correct. But I picked Shinsuke Nakamura because I think it's a sucker's pick. What do you mean? To pick Ziggler is stupid. Yeah. Like, it's just saying you don't want to win. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought you would pick him. No, I'm not picking Dolph. Crazy. Can you get disqualified for kicking somebody too hard? No. Okay. So, Nakamura's one. Yeah. Our next. Unless you get disqualified for kicking somebody really hard. In which case, we suck. Yeah, I don't think they do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. We got Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky. 
Naomi is not defending no, the women's championship. Again. Right. So Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky versus the welcoming committee. They should be called Natty's Nasties. It should be Natty's Nasties. Natalia, Carmella, and Tamina. They all end in A. I picked the faces because the faces of you getting their gases handed to them every yeah. week. Yeah, I think it'll be the faces. Next we have the other match that will probably be the best match of the night. For the U.S. Championship, Kevin Owens defending his United States of America Championship against the phenomenal AJ Styles. They don't want none. Ooh. They don't want none. Could we finally have a difference in opinion? I think so. I think Owens is going to cheat. So I'm picking KO. Now this match is going to be even more important to me. For the... Booker vs. Championship. It is right, because I'm not picking Jinder Mahal. I'm not picking Jinder. And I'm not picking Brizango. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. We All did right. it! We did it! Alright, so... <laughs> just... Well, actually, Jinder's got those two dudes. He does have brothers. those two dudes. His, his two balls. Hmm. That's a Snatch reference. The movie, not... Yeah, I can't say the actual words because they're offensive now. Sucks. Well, you can't say faggot. Oh, little mincy faggot balls? Yeah. Yeah, I can't say that. I know. Can't say faggot on a podcast. All right, so... Faggot's a bad word. It is. The match. That was four. Crazy. You know what? I felt dirty saying it. (laughs) All right, so to recap. The only match that actually matters here in the basement... Is Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles? Richard is here. Has Kevin Owens? Of course, he's the face with him. The face of the United States of America, and Basinger has AJ Styles. A he, phenomenal. He one. is the phenomenal one. And together, much like the time where I beat Rich Riz before, where he beat Dean Ambrose. Borg. Uh, once again, uh, AJ Styles will be instrumental. And me retaining my championship. Uh, I feel like we're going full circle here. I feel like the journey has been worth it. I'd like to thank all my fans out there in the world for supporting me. Really being in my corner. Yeah. Unlike Rich DeRiz's fans. They're in my corner. Who become Basement Jar fans as soon as he's the champ. Bunch of bandwagon hoppers they are. But that's all right. I accept and embrace all of Basement Jazz fans and the millions and millions of the Jazz fans. Yes, the the billions and billions. Sorry, it's not millions; it's billions. Inflation, you know. Yeah, uh, SmackDown. I liked. Okay, what did you think about the uh, the promo Dolph did? I thought. It was... Wait, did you see it? No, but I'm going to guess. Okay. I'm going to guess he made a point that everyone knows what Dolph Ziggler can do. But no one's really seen what Shinsuke Nakamura can do. That was the point, but he did it in a very entertaining manner. He started out backstage with a TV talking about how uh, he's uh, seen the light about Nakamura. He understands the hype. He says, after seeing all he's done, that... Like, now he respects him, and he shows us the highlights, and it goes to the TV and says, footage not found. 
So basically, they illustrated what I was saying. Yes. I feel like it was better this way around. Like, me explaining the meaning of it, and you how they interpreted it. Yeah. That was a deep moment we just had together. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah, Corbin attacked Sammy from behind. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Happened on now. Do you know what it's like to be no-sold? I think so. Yeah. Alright, so what were you saying? Did I no-sell you again? No, it's fine. Sorry. Dive. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about that? Well, weren't you talking about something else? No, I had nothing else. Oh. Yeah, do you have uh this, that story? About Randy Orton? I don't, but I can pull it up. Oh, I thought you had it pulled up already. You're a professional. Whatever this thing is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's doing it. Like, I used to think the Nobel Peace Prize should have been handed out for, like, important shit. Like, mm-hmm. solving world hunger, saving poor people, curing diseases, mm-hmm. making people understand shit. But this invention, <laughs> this is changing lives in ways that I'd never thought possible. It is. Everyone's got them but me. I don't know why you don't have one. And like, I feel like this might be something that later on in my life I'm going to look back on and be embarrassed that I felt this way. Could be. But I'm going to say something. I'm going to say I wouldn't regret it. You know what I mean? Because, mm. like, at the time, it did something for me. It did something. I mean, what else could do it? This is amazing, and it cost five bucks. You did this. I did. I'm going to become the Batman. Mm. I'll do that. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's too much work. It's a lot of money. Like, okay. It's not even the fact that I don't have enough money to wage a one-man war on crime. But I don't have the physical prowess. When I wake up in the morning, my body aches. So imagine if I'm kicking the shit out of criminals. Like, that's being generous. That's even if I survive my first year. Mm -hmm. In which case, I'm going to be pummeled. Yeah. Like, you don't just start off awesome. Yeah, you'll get laughed at. It's way too much work. And, like, what real crime are you really stopping? You know, you don't have the money. So you can't, well, you're going to have a freaking, you're going to be on a bicycle with a, a a police scanner and keep it open for crimes? What if you're in Brooklyn and the nearest one is in Manhattan? By the time you get there, this person's done for. Yeah. It's just not practical being a superhero. This is all fascinating shit. What I'm saying, it is. While we wait on this, you know, sometimes the basement book is we get deep. We talk about other things while Rich looks for things, cause we just did the episode. Like, wasn't isn't this the predictions episode? Yeah, and we did them. So what are we doing now? Filling. We're trying to talk about um. Raw and SmackDown, but 
Like, we're stuck on SmackDown because you can't find... Well, we could finish talking about SmackDown while you look for that. What about Jinder Mahal beating AJ Styles? Called it. You did? Yeah. When? It wasn't... I don't know when I was watching it. So, you, do you have any witnesses to back this claim? I don't think so. All right, I'm going to trust that you called it, okay? I wonder I'm if they'll feud those two guys. Probably mm. not. So, Rich DeRiz had a heat stroke? Yeah. The other day, so he's at like 25% capacity, so I got to carry 75% of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm exhausted. But... I will do my due diligence. Uh, we got a lot of positive feedback about our, uh, episodes episode, uh, where Riz is Raw and Jer Smackdown. We, we write our own shows. We have our own individual rosters. And they're pretty, pretty good. So if you want to check that out, that's the previous numbers episode, uh, episode minus one of this one. 167. 167. So uh, enjoy that, and uh, check out the Booker Mania uh, podcast episode. That was fun. And uh, that, because the two shows we did are follow-up of Booker Mania. And I didn't do a recap, because I never do. Well, I used to. I stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you should have listened. Did you find it? All right. You're so unprofessional. Can't believe this shit. <laughs> did you find it? Yes. So Rip Rogers, who is, uh, he was a, a trainer in OVW, WWE, and WCW. He said he got sent this little tidbit, and then Randy Orton retweeted. Let me read this to you first. Every indie match now: handshake, drawn out move exchange. This is awesome chant. Strike exchange, dive. No sell indie strong style. Dive more strikes. No sells. Dive. Flippy floppy sequence, dive, hit everyone with each other's finisher, then Humpty Dumpty, we all fall down. Fight forever chant, rinse and repeat until every move is useless and means nothing. Dive, take unsafe shot that looks like shit and hurts like hell, then roll a finish. Handshake and hug after the match. Everyone's hand raised. All these guys chant. Go home and, and type on social media thanking your opponents and, sorry, thanking your opponents and company for the match and telling others they should book these guys. Dive. So that's what Rip Rogers posted. I agree. Randy Orton must have agreed with it because he reposted it, saying simply, dive. And then someone on Twitter responded to Randy's post. He flopped. uh, This person posted a, a picture of someone flopping into a pool and said, he flopped just like your championship reign. Randy replied, be more precise. There's 13 of them. Then Bully Ray did something similar. He took a picture of himself in a match with... I can't make any of these guys out. Uh, oh, this was at Ring of Honor. It's Your uh, plumber and your neighbor's gardener. Yeah, it was him and the Briscoes versus three jobbers. I don't, they're probably not jobbers, but you know it was a thing. And Bully is in the middle of jumping off the top rope. So he says, dive, and he puts up the metal ones. Randy replies to that, LOL, there's a difference between a young, hungry guy, hungry talent diving and an old, out-of-shape vet falling. (laughs) 
Yes! And Batista just responds to everything, that's my guy. Because they have the same mind when it comes to what wrestling is right now, I guess. I can't say I disagree. Um, I can't I'll say, say that either. Here, here, here's the thing. Yeah. I agree. However, some of those matches are very entertaining. See Zack Sabre Jr. vs. Ricochet. Right? Yeah, but then it's like, it escalates, you know? Mm-hmm. And you gotta do even more ridiculous shit to cover the other ridiculous shit. Like, it's already fake, it's already fake as fuck. But like, you're making it worse. I agree. Like, we all go, cause we believe, like, we pretend it's real. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're making it harder. And I don't think that's fair. Like, Maybe it's an unpopular opinion, and you could call me uh, WWE Mark or whatever, but it's what I grew up with, and I'm I'm proud of that, and I don't care. And B, like, you want, the whole part of it is, like, believing together. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody believes in a thing, so it's real. Right. Like, we all contributed to that. But you're going to make it harder to do that. It's I, like I could equate it to you go to church and you all just believe. Yeah, you all believe in the one thing this guy this guy is, is telling you, or selling you, whatever the case may be. We go to the church that is the WWE, my brothers and sisters, and we <laughs> worship upon the altar of professional wrestling together. It's yeah. a spiritual experience. It is. It is. It really is. Like, I felt that when, at NXT Brooklyn, mm-hmm. too, when I went. It was like church, but I, like, it didn't suck. I'll tell you, uh, two, I'll give you two other examples of that. Okay. Yes, Omania. Daniel okay. Bryan finally winning. Everyone believed in him and he did it, you know? Yeah. We weren't there. Like, That's fine, but we but watched. It looks like oh, okay. You're talking about being there, okay? Like, so I my feel other like so my other example was WrestleMania 20. Yeah, Benoit making who was it? who two tap Triple H? Shawn Michaels. Tap. Michaels, okay. You see, yeah, yeah, I and that was a moment. Oh, was it Triple H? I don't know. One of those guys. You said, you said no, it was Michaels. I said okay. What? I believe you. So. One of those guys tapped. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm right, but I think I'm right. But if I'm wrong, I accepted it there you already. Go. So yeah, it's like, I don't know, don't make it hard to believe. That's all I'm saying. So there was something going around social media today, I don't, uh, not today, this week. It sounds like herpes. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know who's, <laughs> why. Well, they call it viral for a reason, right? Yes. Someone was asked, who is on their version of wrestling's Mount Rushmore? Oh now, no. I could go with two different. Let's let's do. Let me ask you first. Two. Let's do first. Pioneers of the industry. All right, because there's too many eras of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like everybody had their guy. Mm-hmm. But you can't leave them out. Right. You can't leave out Bruno San Martino. Mm-hmm. You you can't leave out Ric Flair. Right. You can't leave out Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You can't leave out Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that's how many already? That's your four. Like, and it's not fair because there's too many eras. Mm-hmm. 
because you, you, you'd have to have The Rock up there. Yeah. And John yeah. Cena belongs there. Definitely. Well, if you gotta pick four. Like, there's different eras, that's the thing. And I picked four, but it's hard. Uh, cause I thought about this a little bit. I had trouble getting to sleep a couple nights ago, so I, ju- I just, I thought about it. You think about wrestling when you have trouble sleeping? Sometimes. That's weird. Other times I think of stuff. So listen. No one wants to hear about that. It's not that kind of podcast. I wasn't going there. Listen. Good. So listen. Listen. Here's my, for innovating the business or the, or the sport. My first two go hand in hand. Frank Gotch and George Hackenschmidt. Oh, you This fucking guy. We wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have WWE without them. Yeah, like I said, there's different eras. You're right. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Because he changed the business twice. Yeah. Hulkamania. NWL. And NWL. Like, that is, like, when they coined the term flip the script, they were, ta- they were talking about Hogan joining the NWL. And my fourth face on this Mount Rushmore, Vince McMahon. Because you wouldn't have Hogan nearly as good as he, he wouldn't have done what he did without Vince. I love your brown nosing Mount Not brown nosing. You such an ass kisser. I am not oh kissing ass. God. I'm being I'm being honest. These are hipster answers. Actually, you'd have to go back to Simon Gotch. And, uh, <laughs> Frank Gotch, not Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch was released. Oh, Frank Gotch who was Simon Gotch's great grandfather. Maybe no. Why <laughs> didn't they do that? Because they didn't care about him enough. And that's why he left, because he didn't feel like he was cared about enough. And now Aiden English has a f- his first singles match on a pay per view pre show. Yep. Yep. NXT definitely. Once you graduate NXT, you're in the big time. Yep. Just like the Ascension. Well, he graduated, but there were more villains and they didn't do anything. Remember? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, doesn't mean anything if you graduate. Let's look at the Ascension. Right. The other one was, the other Mount Rushmore is going to be for, uh, what was it? How many of these are we doing? Two. Oh, I did my two. No, that's one. You did one. Oh. You happen to name enough guys for two, but you did one. The Rock's not on there. The Rock is going to be on the other one. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Wrestlers that, cause I didn't, I didn't think about, I didn't think we'd have time to talk about this, so I didn't prepare it. Really? Yeah. You didn't think we'd have time to talk about it? It's a prediction we're- show. We usually fill up, fill up our hour. Yeah, we're at uh, 36 minutes. Just 36. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, wrestlers who transcended the genre. Your categories are really fucking weird. They're so artsy. You are artsy. I was tired. Leave me alone. I'm you're, still tired. You're an artsy wrestling fan. You know that, right? Sometimes. Right now, you sound very artsy. Armbar. What was the category <laughs> again? Uh... <laughs> Were you about Rushmore? Wrestler, it's a Mount Rushmore for wrestlers that transcended the genre. What is this? The Academy Awards? Yes. That's, you should have like little cards in front of you. I should. Why'd you come here to talk? I knew it. You came here to tux for a reason. This is bullshit. 
no, it's it's just my lawn, you know, tomorrow's laundry day, so I figured I'd wear the tie. Ah, take that bow tie off. You look ridiculous. You know how long it took me to tie? Forget it. I'm not taking the bow tie it's off. It's a clip on, first of all. Shh, you just shh. unclip it. Listen. Listen. They don't need to know that. They do know that now. God. <laughs> this guy, man. Well, all right, open the envelope. Look, go on. Well, what's yours? You don't have one? You want to partake? I did one. For the other thing, and I did one for the other thing. This is the other Mount Rushmore. This is the second Mount Rushmore. Transcended the business. The only reason I need a second one is because I have to put the rock somewhere. So the rock gets his own. Okay, fine. So, yeah, Mount Rushmore. Oh, shit, I forgot Triple H. All right, so rock, rock, Triple H, uh, Undertaker, obviously, and, uh, shit. Man, you know what sucks? God wrestled, and I'm not putting him up there. <laughs> he only had one match. Yeah, but he, he's kind of he's gone. Uh hey, I I don't remember a single move he did. So oh, I'd have to put Brock Lesnar. Okay, yeah, that's good. That definitely. Yeah, so. uh, I actually didn't didn't put him on this list. Uh, I got Ric Flair. Okay. Uh. Hogan, again. I only have him once. Okay. I have him twice. You shouldn't be able to do it twice. You only get to be on one mountain. We're carving this shit into the fucking side of cliffs. Where? Uh, the Catskills. They have room. <laughs> alright, so, alright, so skip Hogan. So, Ric Flair. John Cena. Your buddy Dwayne. He's the rock if he's gonna be on a mountain. Fine, he'll be he'll be the rock. Hmm. Macho Man, Randy Savage. Really? Yeah. Oh. I really. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I was able to lump him into Hulk Hogan. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to make uh, bad images in your minds. I'm just saying, like... Didn't you say you used to have the, the wrestling buddies of both of them? No. Did you lump them together? We No, we had Le- um, Legion of Doom. Oh, okay. Hawk and Animal. Maybe I had him, H- Hogan and Savage. Yeah, maybe you did. I remember. Rubbed them together or whatever the fuck you were trying to push onto me. Nah, I don't think I did. Yeah, I mean, right. who the hell did I play with? I didn't have a brother. That's true. Just I had them. Just had them to have them. All right, fucking. What were we talking about just now? Not Rushmore. Oh, we did it. Yeah, great. Um, well, the... are you gonna tell everybody what NXT is about? Because oh. that's this Saturday. So this Saturday and we, we have don't know NXT, shit about it. NXT Takeover. Oh, you know what we should do? We should pick winners just because. I'm not gonna write it down. All right. Well, how hard is it to just fucking what? remember? Really. Yeah, really. I'll remember. I'll, I'll write them down. I'll type. I'll type them down when I. Uh, All right, good. I think edit. we should guess for fun. All right, start at the bottom, and now then we're explain here. why they're fighting, please, because I don't think anyone knows. Okay. So we got Roderick Strong versus Eric Young, who will have in his corner Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane. They are fighting because Eric Young. Uh, was previously feuding with Ty Dillinger and Roddy came to his aid. Ty Dillinger graduated and, uh, Roddy's still there. So, there you go. Okay. I had an idea. Yeah. After we do picks for this one, mm-hmm. 
on this podcast I listened to. They did an NXT Mount Rushmore. We can do they that. They talk about like um, when it, it's a movie podcast, they talk about movies and stuff. And when they do like a review, like one guy will ask the other guy, "So what do you think?" Whatever the movie was about. Mm-hmm. So you say the name of the match. Who's you say who's in it? And what mm-hmm. kind of match it is? Mm-hmm. And then you ask me. So what kind of? Why do you think they're fighting? And I try to figure it out because I don't watch NXT. So I can, like, make it up. Hmm. You get it? I do. Okay. I had, I guess, what was an old version. Let me talk about this briefly. I had what was an old version of the Wikipedia page for NXT TakeOver Chicago. And it had the Authors of Pain versus Adam Cole in a two-on-one handicap match. Sorry, two-on-one handicap ladder match for the NXT Tag Titles. That's to, that's what they're doing? Adam Cole. Yeah. Now. Cause he just got kicked out of the Bullet Club. That might have been a, a botch having that up here. Now, now it's back to saying DIY. Oh, I don't know, bro. Maybe they changed their mind. Maybe Adam Cole will take, um. Who is it? Gargano? Champa? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll take his place. Wow, when you're sick, it shows. Sorry. Oh, that's cool, man. All right, so now that we know that maybe, maybe Adam Cole will wrestle in NXT, well, you know we he's debuting soon. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Either way, that'll be interesting. Uh, DIY always puts on good matches. They can they get good matches out of Yoss's opinion. What do you think about that match? No, no, no. Oh. You asked me. Oh, okay, shit. Okay, see. <laughs> we we gotta pick who's gonna win. Oh, but, yeah, we uh, didn't we didn't do Roddy versus Young either. Uh I'm gonna pick uh Eric Young. Okay, for that one because I don't know. So what I'm saying is, I'm gonna go with Roddy because he lost the match to Hideo. Aside from the tag team one, yeah, I know why they're fighting. Right. You got you tell me who's in the match, and then you ask me why do I think they're fighting? Okay. You understand? Uh, okay. What do I think? Why do I? Why not? What? Do I think about it? Why, Why? Do you think they're fighting? Okay. Why do they have... What's the beef? So, we don't have to discuss all this pain, right? No. Okay. Well, they want the belts back. Right. Well, DIY does. Yes. Yeah. Alright. So, next we got... Did we pick winners? All this is a pain, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was just a foregone conclusion. Oh, here we go again. Just yeah. like the Undertaker thing. Like, fuck it. Alright. Next four... The WWE United Kingdom Championship. First time defended on a kind of sort of pay-per-view. Oh, that one's easy. Tyler Bate versus the Bruiser Wade. Pete Dunne. If Pete Dunne doesn't win this belt, then there's no hope for the United Kingdom Championship. Uh, quite frankly, uh, Tyler Bates, uh, I respectfully say, uh, A, I do not know what his character is. He's the guy who waves. He's the guy who waves. That is not a character. And he looks like a giant dwarf. He looks like a giant dwarf. Mm-hmm. They should run with that. <laughs> that he is... Him and Neville. He's like the Andre the Giant of dwarves. <laughs> or like whatever super large athlete. That is an attraction right there. Build him as that. But since you're not, he's just a weirdo with a jacket and waves around and weirdo music... By the way, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, the music isn't great. Like, come on. W- what are we doing here? I don't know. 
But I kind of, I appreciate the existence, I was telling you, mm. off air, the existence of the United Kingdom Championship. Because guys like them are not going to be the world champ. Mm-hmm. But they can be the most unitedest kingdom champion ever. The most united of the kingdom. The most. Yes. So they'll have that. And why is good that the Cruiserweight title's around? Look how awesome Neville is. Yeah. Because of the Cruiserweight division. Neville did shit before that. Exactly. He He's benefited the most from it. Like, what's the point of the Intercontinental United States Championship outside of the behind-the-scenes stuff? I don't even know. Exactly. Back to you, uh, Cole. Thanks, John. <laughs> Next we have triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Nikki Cross. Why do you think they're fighting? Uh, uh, Ruby Riot feels disrespected by Nikki Cross, who is a vicious woman. Uh, I believe she might have disrespected her in some way. And uh, they're going to settle their differences because uh, Nikki Cross is crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ruby Riot, she's 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 gonna stand up for what's right, and she's not gonna be disrespected. Is that my close? No. All right. So here's what happened. <laughs> there was a battle royal to determine the number one contender to the women's championship. After everyone else got thrown out, it was down to Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross, and Ember Moon. Oscar ran out and started throwing the three of them around. The ref called for the bell. I don't know why, because it's a no DQ match. Right. The only way to win is by throwing your opponent over the top rope with both feet hitting the floor and to be the last woman standing. Battle royal rule. Right. So, ref called for the bell. I don't know why. Maybe it was because uh, Ember Moon, like, destroyed her shoulder. If you saw that spot, if you didn't see that spot, you should look it up. What happened was... I don't know if she was supposed to go for the turn for the ring post, but you know, you know the spot where someone throws someone shoulder first into the ring post. Yeah. What? Ha- I don't know if this is what was supposed to happen, or if what happened was supposed to happen and she just got injured. But imagine like the force that they do that with, because you know they like they make that sound. They hit that the ring post pretty hard, which is stupid. Right. So Ember Moon was tossed that hard. Bypassed the ring post. She just like she wasn't near the ring post, and landed on the floor. And guess what? She injured her shoulder. You know the same ballet. It's not, but you go in that fast, and they should really minimize the use of that spot. Like it happens often, and like I know I complain about this, but like because this superstar, so they're supposed to be a little bit stronger than us, right? But like. I've hit my shoulder on things. Hmm. Like, no one's ever forcefully thrown me into something to hurt my shoulder. But when it happens accidentally, mm-hmm. I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah. I'm not finishing a match. Yeah, there's not a ton of meat on the top of the shoulder. Exactly. What, where's the protection? It's just bone. I don't have enough padding. Closest thing to protection you have is your collarbone, which the goal of the point of the collarbone is to break to prevent other more important shit from breaking. Yeah. Which is why everyone. Everyone, I don't care, shut up. Everyone breaks their collarbone at some point. I fractured mine because I'm a little bit better than most, but fractured my collarbone. Everyone, it happens. So, Asuka's walking backstage, proud of her work. By the way, she left the three of them laying. Uh, 
Good. And Nikki Cross, she was like, she's like crawl, trying to crawl across the ring saying, Asuka! 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 She's crazy. I love Nikki Cross's character. I love Ruby Riot's character too. You gotta see her. I know you ha- you don't watch NXT. Yeah, but I think my version of why they're fighting is better than yours. Maybe. But so Asuka's walking backstage looking happy and Regal's like, well now look what you've done. You're gonna fight all three of them. As before, we knew Ember Moon was injured and out. So it's triple threat. I think that's good. So our next match is the main event of the evening. Oh, they're fighting for the championship. We don't have to do that one. But yeah. Okay, so Bobby Roode and uh, Roderick uh, Kung Fu Panda uh, Hideo Itami Aha! Bingo! You were doing karate hands. I was not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, was, I was fixing my cummerbund. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta, gotta chop the cummerbund a little. Okay. They get they get a little rowdy. Right on. So Hideo Tommy beat Roderick Strong in a number one contenders match. I don't know why, because they I mean, yeah, Hideo is back. He really hasn't wrestled in like two years. Cause oh he came back. Oh he's hurt again. What a flop. He's still the innovator. I of can the GTS. count how many hands I'm on my I can count how many hands on my fingers. Yeah. I that, can count on my hand uh-huh. how many matches. One hand. How many matches he's had, I think. That I've seen on TV. In the U- in the US, yeah. In the US. Yeah. Like less than a handful, damn it. Shit, what if it's an actual handful? Whatever, or close to. Oh, we'll we'll measure it later. But what happened was they were showing vignettes for uh Roderick Strong. Uh, for like two weeks, showing how, like his personal life, how he's engaged to uh one of the women in the four four horsewomen, the real four horsewomen. Sorry, the MMA four horsewomen, I should say. Um, I don't remember. Oh, Shayna Baszler, that's it. And they have a kid, yada yada, and they were really like tugging the heartstrings for Roddy, and they had him lose to Hideo. Wow. I guess they needed something for Eric Young to do. Oh, Bobby Roode's gonna beat, uh, fucking, what's his name? What were you just talking about? Hideo Tommy. Yeah, you gonna beat Hitami. Probably. Hitami. You gotta beat Hitami's ass. That's like the closest thing to a, a jobber match. He's gonna squash him. Yeah, probably. I got probably some Indy Mark screaming at me. Some <laughs> fucking super expert uh way above it hipster wrestling fan. Do you not know Hideo Hitami? He is the former IWGP LMNOP champion <laughs> in uh Japan or something or somewhere. You don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. Any words before the go home? Jesus. I can't believe it's over. I have no idea what happened. Um, you were spinning. My spinner? My spinner. Batman spinner. Alright, well, listen, guys. I don't really have anything else to uh, offer you guys. Um, my broadcast partner is very sick. And uh, we did what we could. You know, uh, Backlash is not giving us a lot to work with here. It's not. And neither is Rich Therese. They basically said that 
people paying ten dollars, not sixty, we can put gender in the main event. It's to sell uh to India. Yeah. Yeah. But not for nothing. Jinder's looking great. Like like physically he looks great. They're building him properly. He's got his two little mincy balls with him. The Singh brothers. For like like we don't know, they were, they used to be the Bollywood boys. I just Harv and Gurv Sierra. I I just feel like he's alright, Jinder Mahal. He's he's got like a good character. Mm-hmm. So, like the foreign heel always gets a lot of booze and stuff like that. So, and he actually looks like he can hurt people. Yeah, he actually has hurt people. Yeah, he has. Ask Finn Balor's freaking head. Yeah, Yeesh. you can uh, paste it in, man. Paste it in. Paste it in, man. This is the point on the show when I say. Go to the Basement Booker's Facebook page for everything Basement Bookers. Head over to Rich Deriz on Twitter, at Rich Deriz. I'm not even going to say at. It's Basement Jar on Twitter, Basement Bookers on Twitter. You can get us on Stitcher. You can get us on iTunes, where you're going to leave that five-star review, obviously. Uh, I'm Basement Jar on Instagram, Basement Jar's Basement on YouTube, and the Match of Life is scheduled for one fall. Make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!